Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Jazz Is Backstage Pass. I'm your host, Brian Zimmerman, and today we're bringing you another installment of our 10 Albums You Need to Know series, this time for the month of May. Before we get into that, I'd like to quickly thank this episode's sponsors. They include the D.C. Jazz Festival, taking place in Washington, D.C., June 7th through 16th, and featuring headliners Stefan Harris, Snarky Puppy, John Batiste, and many more. For more info, visit dcjazzfest.org. Another thank you to the 2019 Norfolk Waterfront Jazz Festival in downtown Norfolk Waterfront, Virginia, celebrating its 37th year. The festival is set for August 23rd through 24th. That's the perfect time to chill to the legendary sounds of top national smooth jazz and R&B recording artists. To check out the artist lineup, head on over to our website and click that Norfolk Waterfront Jazz Fest banner. We'd also like to thank Chesky Records, the premier audiophile record label, whose goal is to create the illusion of live musicians in a real three-dimensional space. They've got a new release out by bassist and vocalist Casey Abrams. A few of you might remember him from his American Idol days. High-res audio is available on HD Tracks, and you can also pick the album up on Amazon or iTunes. Another big thanks to Blue Note Records. They've got a new album by Nora Jones out right now called Begin Again. And in June, they'll be releasing a new album by pianist Jamie Cullum called Taller. Check them out at bluenote.com. And thank you to Smoke Sessions Records, who on May 17th will be releasing a new album by vocalist Mary Stallings. Go to smokesessionsrecords.com to browse this and all of their recent releases. Thanks also to Deezer, an online streaming service that offers more than 53 million tracks and over 100 million playlists. To check out the playlist that we curate on Deezer, head on over to Deezer.com and search for Jazz Is. And thank you to the New Jersey Performing Arts Center in Newark, New Jersey. On August 9th is a performance by R&B standouts Anthony Hamilton and Jasmine Sullivan. For tickets and more info, visit njpac.org. That's njpac.org. Another thank you to the Adrian Arsh Center for the Performing Arts here in Miami. On June 15th, they'll be hosting the Beach Tone Jazz Festival, featuring Grammy Award-winning Bossa Nova star Elian Elias, guitar legend Yamandu Costa, and legendary percussionist Sammy Figueroa. For more info, visit arshcenter.org. Lastly, we'd also like to shout out the Navy Band Commodore's 50th Anniversary Celebration Concert, taking place September 22nd at 3 p.m. at the Rachel M. Schlesinger Concert Hall and Arts Center in Alexandria, Virginia. If you're in the area, stop on by and check it out. All right, that'll do it for today's sponsors. Let's get into the 10 albums you need to know for May with my co-host, Jazz's online editor, Matt Micucci. What say you, Matt? I'm ready to go. Fingers crossed. <laughs> so how's it going, Matt? I'm doing very well. So we've started recording, yeah? We're rolling. We're rolling. We've been rolling. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. You're you're back home in Ireland. Yes, I'm back home for a couple of weeks now. It's kind of fun, you know. The weather isn't as nice as the other places I've been to recently, but, you know, it's 
Sometimes you just need a bit of gray in your life, I guess. <laughs> That's what Ireland does best. <laughs> we were talking about right. Irving Berlin earlier, and uh, maybe that could have been a title of a song that he, uh, one of the many songs that you he need scrapped. a little bit of gray in your life. Yeah, the long <laughs> you need a bit of gray Irving in Berlin your life. Song. Well, you know, speaking of travel, it's funny. I just came back uh, very recently from Melbourne, Australia. I was there for the uh, International Jazz Day All-Star Global Concert. Um, you know, International Jazz Day, it's a, it's a UNESCO event that takes place every year on April 30th. Um, it's held, celebrations are held in like more than 195 countries um, around the world. And every year there's an all-star global concert that takes place in a different city. Um, last year was in St. Petersburg. Uh, it's previously been in Washington, D.C. and Paris and Istanbul and, and Tokyo. And this year it was in Melbourne, Australia, and uh, Jazz's got invited out, so I went. Uh, it was my first time there. It was uh, just a wonderful concert. Um, Herbie Hancock, uh, director of the Herbie Hancock Institute of Jazz, is the co-artistic director um, of the concert, along with uh, James Morrison, who is a huge jazz icon in Australia. He's a trumpet player, and uh, they, along with the musical director John Beasley, put on a fantastic show. Um, Jane Monheit, the vocalist, was excellent. Kurt Elling uh, was excellent. Um, Ledesy, she put on an amazing performance of Otis Redding's uh, You Gotta Try a Little Tenderness. That was a showstopper. And Liz Wright uh, just did a spectacular performance that had Jaws on the floor. Um, so it was a, a really, really amazing concert, and it's an important event. And Melbourne's a cool city. Um, they take their coffee very seriously there, Matt. Oh, they do? That is a coffee culture for sure. And I had no idea, but I'm, like, still buzzing from all the caffeine I drank. Man, have you it probably so, needed so it, right? The jet lag? <laughs> did you get, were you jet yeah, lagged? Yeah, I, I was jet lagged like crazy. Um, <laughs> it was, like, a 24 hours of travel for a three-day trip. But, hey... That's what you do, you know? That's what That's you the do, job, man. Matt. That's right. That's anyway. the life. That's the jazz life. <laughs> That's right. We're convening here today, Matt, on what happens to be my birthday. Wow. Um, happy birthday, uh, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. That I share with uh, Keith Jarrett. Wow. So happy birthday to Keith Jarrett as well. To discuss the 10 albums you need to know for May 2019. We're back right. with another edition. Matt time, and time flies. Time flies. Of course, this is really a list does. of the of the albums that uh, you know that are, that you should know about. Not necessarily the best albums, uh, but it's just a list. You know, a starting point to maybe start your jazz explorations of new music that's coming out this month. That is so true. And top of our list, Matt, is a new album by the vibraphonist Joel Ross. It's called Kingmaker. It's his Blue Note debut. And it was released May 3rd. Uh, Joel Ross is an awesome vibraphone player, Matt. He actually uh, made our list of the top artists you need to watch for 2019. Um, and uh, this is a really, really promising uh, debut album on Blue Notes. So what can you tell us about this album, Matt? Well, you know, I mean, Joel Ross is 23 and already making waves with this vibraphone. Uh, he's an in-demand presence on the New York jazz scene, but people like me who live, you know, on the other side of the planet have admired him on recent records of like such, such artists as uh, Makaya McCraven and James Francis and so on. So with Kingmaker, he makes his uh, debut on Blue Note, which is obviously 
you know, the le- a legendary label, and it does have a great, you know, huge legacy of jazz uh, vibraphone records. In fact, uh, what I was reading about this uh, this album, uh, what I was re- researching, was that it's influenced by an advice he received by one of the legends of the instrument, you know, the much missed Bobby Hutcherson, who once told him, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, um, to write about his life and write every day. Yeah. So that, that all, the whole album kind of follows that advice. And it's, um, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. The songs are influenced by people and events in his life. Um, and the centerpiece uh, of the album and the title track is is dedicated to his mother. But he's also has uh, he also has compositions on the album that pay homage to his twin brother and to his father and uh, to his niece. So a really personal album and and it's beautiful beautiful stuff. Um, let's go ahead and listen to the title track of the album. This is Kingmaker. Again, that was Kingmaker. That's the title track from a new album by vibraphonist Joel Ross. It was released on May 3rd, and it's on the Blue Note label. Up next, Matt, um, is a new album. It's a collaboration by three amazing artists. Dave Douglas uh, on trumpet, Uri Kane on piano, and Andrew Cyril on drums. The album is called Devotion. It was released on the Greenleaf label, that's uh, Douglas's own label, and it will be released May 17th. So uh, the floor is yours, Matt. Yeah, Dave Douglas and uh, Uri Kane have been playing together as a duo for, for some time now, and actually their previous album, Present Joys, was fascinating, because you know on it they turned um, a sacred choral music into jazz-rooted dialogue, so that, that was very fascinating. They work very well together, but on this new album, Devotion, they're joined by, as you as you said, uh, Andrew Cyril on drums, who was who was a legend, you know. And uh, it's kind of a different album to their previous one. In fact, the title refers to a theme of the album, uh, which is uh, which, and and it's it, the album is a collection of originals by Douglas. Um, that were written in devotion of, for many, many diverse composers, like from Dizzy Gillespie to Carla Bley, Marilou Williams, and beyond. You're so right. And more than just composers um, in the liners, he, he calls the album uh, an homage to uh, an array of deities and places. Um, and some of those deities include, and this is probably my favorite, Curly uh, from the from the Three Stooges. Oh, yeah, apparently yeah. Dave Douglas's favorite of the Three Stooges. Um, 
but like you mentioned, uh, Carla Blay, the Italian pianist Franco D'Andrea, um, the Olympic track runner Steve Prefontaine, who died uh, tragically young in an automobile accident, um, along with Mary Lou Williams and Dizzy Gillespie. So, yeah, with, with Dave Douglas, you know, you can ex- always expect so much more than just music. Um, his albums are so uh, rich with, you know, ideas and themes and concepts and you know this is certainly par for the course so let's go ahead and listen to the track we're going to listen to one of the tributes to the pianist franco d'andrea this uh is the tune francis of anthony Again, that was the tune Francis of Anthony. It's from the album Devotion by Dave Douglas, Uri Kane, and Andrew Cyril, released on the Greenleaf label um, on May 17th. Next on our list, uh, we've got the latest album from the one and only John Zorn. Um, now, I'm not exactly sure on the pronunciation of this album. I've got to be perfectly honest. Me neither. Uh, but I'm going to take a, <laughs> gonna take a stab at it anyway. Uh, the Hierophant. That yeah, sound that right? sounds right. That sounds okay, right. Okay, The Hierophant. It, uh, that's out on the Tzadik <laughs> label, and it yeah. will be released May 17th. This is by far, you know, Brian, this is by far the most mysterious <laughs> of the <laughs> albums in this in this month's list. But I was I'm fascinated with with anything John Zorn does because it's so diverse. And he himself strikes me as one of the most elusive figures in music. Uh, and, you know, despite and this, despite the fact that he has many albums released every year uh, and, you know, all of them almost, you know, I'd say is independent label Tzadik. So the reason uh, I feel this is, is, uh, is because, you know, it's just he's got so many different sides to his, uh, to, uh, of his creative personality that he needs to express. You know, in his career, he has explored many genres, including rock, pop, musical, country, you name it, right? <laughs> so the Hierophant uh, finds him sort of blending jazz and chamber music, which uh, that's, that's his latest, that's, that's, that's what, the idea of this album is. And the work is performed uh, by a jazz trio pianist, uh, Brian Marcella, uh, bassist Trevor Dunn, drummer uh, Kenny... Wa- uh, Kenny Wallison. Mm-hmm. Kenny Wallison. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it draws inspiration from the wonderful, magical world of the tarot. So um, it's, a very interesting, uh, it's a very interesting entry and possibly, like I said, the most mysterious one. Yeah, and that's what really drew me to it was that um, its influence came from tarot cards um, and this kind of mystic world of tarot cards. You know, leave it to John Zorn um, to find, you know, something beautiful um, in something as tangential to jazz as tarot, but, you know, 
if there's anyone that can do it, uh, it's him. So yeah, it's a fascinating listen. And uh, we don't actually have the audio uh, for this album. So folks out there listening, you're just going to have to trust us that it is really, really good. Um, if you'd like to check it out for yourself, visit sadiq.com. We're going to move right along now, Matt, to our next album on the list. This is by bassist Linda Mayhan O. Oh. The name of the album is Aventurine, and it will be released May 17th on Biophilia Records. Yeah. Aventurine. Okay, check it out, Brian. Aventurine is a variety of chords characterized by bright inclusions of uh, mica... <laughs> or other minerals that give a shimmering or glistening effect to the stone, referred to as aventurescence, especially notable when tumbled or polished. Polished. Now, Brian, I totally didn't get this definition off Google, though. So this is a definition I've drawn up from my years of research, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, your history as a geologist, <laughs> exactly. the jazz geologist. <laughs> but yeah. anyways, uh, yeah, so the music on this album has that aventurescence. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I, I think we're mispronouncing a lot of words on this podcast, Brian, <laughs> but hopefully the listeners will be able to forgive us. Uh, and it features a, a jazz quartet plus strings quartet, uh, and on some tracks, even a vocal group. So it glistens and shimmers, and it's possibly uh, her most polished ever uh, record. And of course, uh, this was also kind of a result of the process. Some of these cuts have taken years to mature uh, to the state in which they're presented here. Yeah, that's what I found fascinating was that uh, some of the tracks on this album really originated early on uh, from her days as a student at the Manhattan School of Music um, and then just have evolved over time. And she's revisiting them here on this really fascinating album that features, um, in addition to O on bass, uh, the saxophonist Greg Ward, pianist Matt Mitchell, and the drummer and vibraphonist Chess Smith. Um so yeah, like you, I didn't. I thought it was just a cool name for an album, Aventurine, uh, only to learn that there was this kind of uh, fascinating geological uh, uh, context in the name. And uh, I, I think the next piece of jewelry I'm going to buy my wife uh, may have some adventurescence in it. Yeah. I think she might appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go ahead and listen to the track. Speaking of adventurescence and adventurine, let's listen to the title track. This is Aventurine. Once again, that was the title track to Linda Mayhan O's new album, Aventurine. It will be released May 17th on the Biophilia label. You know, Biophilia is a, is a cool label, Matt. They uh, 
they sell a physical product, but it's not actually a CD. The label is dedicated to um, kind of conservation and eco-friendliness. So what you get when you buy the physical product is this beautifully folded um, origami-esque package that unfolds uh, with all kinds of original art and writing. There's no actually CD in it. You go uh, to the website to download the music, but you kind of have this cool physical artifact to hold on to and look at while you listen to the music. Um, Wow, I didn't know that. That sounds pretty cool. Kudos to Biophilia. Yeah, it's awesome. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, I'm excited for this next album, Matt. It's by the band leader Lisa Maxwell. The name of the album is Shiny, and it too will be released May 17th. What can you tell us about this album, Matt? Yeah, and there you go. It's kind of like we're ha- we have a little theme going on now. So this uh, the last album was Advent- Adventurine. This album <laughs> is uh, Shiny, and yeah, uh, Lisa Maxwell. Yeah, she's been a uh, uh, you know she's an esteemed composer, arranger, orchestrator for small combos and big bands and has been part of the Emmy-winning music team for Warner Brothers. And Shiny is the title of this album. And surprisingly, this is her debut album. Am I, am I right in saying that, Brian? You are, yeah. Her, her debut uh, as a band leader. Yeah, and, and all her... All, and, and, you know, it features all her own arrangements and compositions. And it's performed by an all-star band. And it's dedicated to the memory of the late trumpet player... Uh, Lou Soloff, uh, who was one of the people who most encouraged uh, her to record uh, an album of her own. So that's very nice. Yeah, Lou Soloff, he, he passed away as a trumpet player, passed away in 2015. A lot of people know him, you know, for his jazz playing, yes, but he also played the trumpet solo on the Blood, Sweat, and Tears track, Spinning Wheel. Um, and so that why, that's why a lot of people know him in the pop music uh, sphere for that. Um yeah, this is a great album. And you mentioned an all-star cast, and boy, did you really hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, Randy Brecker uh, p- performs here in the trumpet section. You've got uh, Blue Lou Marini in the woodwind section. He's playing sax, um, along with Lawrence Feldman and Alex Foster and Ada Rovati, Dave Mann, Roger Rosenberg, and Claire Daly. Tom Bones Malone is in there in the, tr- in the trombone section. Uh Paul Schaefer on keyboards, Carmen Staff on piano, Mark Egan on bass, Mike Stern on guitar, Oz Noy on guitar, along with Danny Gottlieb on drums. I mean, this is really an all-star ensemble, not to mention it seems like you have half of the Blues Brothers band in there. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're going to listen to a track, and uh, yeah, we're going to play the title track from Lisa Maxwell's new album, Shiny. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> Okay, and once again, that was the title track from Lisa Maxwell's new album, Shiny. 
shiny exclamation mark. Uh, it will be released May 17th, so be on the lookout for that. Once again, it's a tribute to the late great trumpeter Lou Soloff. Um, okay, Matt. Up next, this was one of your picks, and I really dug it because I was not hip to this band before you brought it to my attention. Seba Kapstad. Yeah, same here. I didn't, I didn't know much about him either. You know, I, I found out about him recently, and I've also checked out, um, uh, in addition to their music, I checked out their videos, which see, it just seems like they have a really cool style. And um, this album, uh, Tina... Again, we might be mispronouncing this one too, so that's, that's a funny thing. But um, yeah, it's just you know, it, it's it their music on this album, but just the vibes in general that I'm getting from the band is just it's another one of those bands, great bands that are uh, that are promoting uh, the beauty and celebrating the, the the positive manifestations of multicultural exchange. I mean, jazz, of course, is born of such exchanges and that's uh, a big part of why you know we love it so uh seba capstad is an ensemble on the rise and it's kind of its lineup is formed by four solo artists who came together two of them are from germany one is from swaziland and the other is from south africa and together they just perform amazing radiating neo solo music and Tina actually marks their debut album, so it's not a surprise that we didn't know much about them before this. And it just has a lot of spirituality, a lot of emotion, and it's just an awesome modern representation of a, of a coming world. It really is. And the album, Fina, it will be released May 17th on the Mellow Music Group. And another interesting tidbit here is that the album title, Fina, takes its name uh, from the Zulu word for us. So, again, this is, really embodies the idea of uh, you know, collectivity and coming together to make some awesome music. We are going to listen to the track, Don't. <laughs> Such a game we play these days Looking at it all, I'm so amazed Caught up in the fog, it's such a haze Wanna keep the fire in me ablaze I don't know where I'm going Finding me, man, I'm hoping They say the world's a platform, it's a stage Let me not be caught up in this cage All right, Matt, and the next album on our list is from uh, one of my favorite modern trumpeters, uh, Theo Croker. He's got a new album out called Star People Nation. It's going to be released on the Sony label on May 17th. He's been teasing singles from this album uh, for the past couple weeks now, and I can't wait for the album to officially drop on May 17th. But uh, in the meantime, Matt, what can you tell us about this album? Yeah, I mean, Theo uh, may be one of the biggest names in jazz today, and his music is just a fine blend of tradition and modernity on you know he he calls star people nation his most intimate album to date uh, as well as and this is kind of paraphrasing what he said about the album an intimate exploration of blackness and a meditation on our greater shared human existence so here he places his trumpet front and center as a true narrative force and he also places himself at the helm of production and songwriting 
performing a type of uh, what he calls black African music that has taken him years, uh, in fact, 30 years of musical activity to, to perform and perfect. It has, and he comes uh, from a lineage of, of great performers, um, so there's a lot of historical momentum behind him. He is the grandson of the late trumpeter Doc Cheatham. He's a former student of the legendary trumpeter Donald Byrd. He was a protege of the Grammy-winning singer Dee Dee Bridgewater. Um, so he's kind of steeped in the implica- implications of, you know, all this great historical jazz, um, and he certainly lives up to that tradition and that lineage on on the new album, Star People Nation. You know, he uh, the album also reflects a major change in scene for Theo. Uh, after spending some time in China for a while, he lived in New York, and he just very recently moved to Los Angeles. Um, so this album is kind of a reflection of the music and the culture of the new scene, and uh, also kind of a, a, a musical exploration of what it feels like to uh, uh, become part of a new environment. So we're going to listen to The Messenger. Uh, this is one of the singles that has been released in the past few weeks. It features the pianist Elu, Eric Lewis. So let's check out The Messenger from Theo Croker's new album, Star People Nation. Once again, that was The Messenger featuring pianist Elu. It's from trumpeter Theo Croker's new album, Star People Nation. It will be released May 17th on Sony. All right, we're going to stay in a similar lane here for the next album, Matt. Uh, This is the new album by producer, DJ, electronic genius, Flying Lotus. Uh, The new album is Flamagra. It's on the Warp Records label, and it's due out May 24th. Yeah, I'm really excited about this one. I'm really excited about it. It's the fiery new new album by Flying Lotus, who is, um, yeah, he's... uh, Producer, musician, composer, head of the awesome Brain Feeder label, all-around artist, you name it, he's done it all. In fact, while this uh, album has taken him five years to release, during this time he's been up to quite a lot. He even directed his own movie, uh, Kuso, in 2017. Uh, So it's interesting to find a cult filmmaker, uh, David Lynch, make an appearance on, uh, on one of the lead tracks from Flamagra. Uh, and so he's not he's not the only special guest that pops up for this 27 track uh, LP. There's lots of great artists also included on it, uh, from Thundercat to rapper Denzel Curry to funk pioneer George Clinton. That's that's exciting, too. And there's 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 lots more. Yeah, uh, you mentioned David Lynch and you're absolutely right. The filmmakers kind of 
odd dreamlike filmscapes were a huge influence on uh, on Flying Lotus, who, by the way, happens to be the grand nephew of Alice Coltrane. Um, so talk about lineage. But uh, we actually had one of our writers interview uh, Fly Low in New York not long ago, and that article is going to be uh, up on our website soon. Be sure to check in at jazzes.com uh, to read it. Uh, anyway, we are going to take a listen to the track you mentioned, um, Matt, Fire is Coming, which features that spoken track from David Lynch. Uh, this is, again, from Flying Lotus's new album, Flamagra, due out May 24th. The track is Fire is Coming. The yellow phone on the wall started ringing. Tommy jumped, then ran across the kitchen and picked up the receiver. Hello, he said, a little out of breath. Tommy's father was downstairs in the basement wood shop cutting a piece of clear pine on the table saw. The sound of the saw was screechingly loud and a big plume of agitated sawdust was forming in the air. Tommy's mother was outside on the front lawn tending to a small flower garden. She was visibly upset about her flower's condition. She was observing a black film on the stems and leaves, then trying to wipe this black substance away while running hose water on it. But it was too greasy and the water wasn't washing it away. The front door opened and Tommy appeared behind his mother. All right, again, the name of the song is Fire is Coming. It's by Flying Lotus from his new album, Flamagra, due out on Warp Records, May 24th. Next up, Matt, we're going to be bringing something out of the vault here. Um, the next album on our list is kind of a, a twofer. Okay, so I'll say it's two volumes of previously unreleased work from the band Azimuth. Uh, the full name of the project is Demos, 1973 to 1975, volumes one and two. Uh, this set will be due out on the Far Out label on May 31st. Matt, what can you tell us about this new project yeah i i love azimuth and jazz carnival is a mainstay track on my my gym playlist just gets me fired up gets my adrenaline going which is something i really really need because i don't understand how it's possible for people to actually like going to the gym as far as i'm concerned i just you know i do it out of common decency but anyways sorry i went off on a little tangent there uh the point is i love azimuth so i'm incredibly excited about this collection of unheard uh, demos um of theirs, which actually predates their uh, 1975 self-titled album, which with which they gained widespread recognition all over the world. I listened to it, and man, I just love the fact that you can just hear the passion in it and so much soul in it. The audio is, is perfect, but you still get that raw power, those little imperfections of capturing the moment in which they were sort of really coming up with a with a with a unique and influential sound. And these tracks were actually recorded in a home studio. For me, it's it, this uh, part of this two-set collection, uh, two-LP collection, actually complements it uh, as a whole. So it's definitely worth checking out. It is, and you, you're so right, Matt. You know, some jazz will juice you up, others, uh, other jazz will mellow you out. It's very hard to do uh, deadlifts to Bill Evans, so sometimes you just got to put on the azimuth and uh, crank it up and hit the gym. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, if that's what you're after this weekend, then this is the album for you. Let's go ahead and take a listen to the track Castello. 
All right. Very nice. And uh, it's worth mentioning, Matt, that each of the tracks uh, was recorded in uh, uh, Jose Roberto Bertami, the keyboardist, home studio uh, in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Um, So very cool. Uh, Good find there from The Vault, uh, Azimuth, demos, 1973 to 1975. Oh, well, that brings us, Matt, to the last album on our list. Um, and uh, certainly last but not least, because uh, this is a new album by the vocalist and guitarist Camila Meza. The new album is called Ambar. It's released, it will be released May 31st on uh, the Sony label, and it features uh, Camila Meza along with the Nectar Orchestra, uh, which is kind of like a hybrid string quartet. Um, so what do you like about this album, Matt? Yeah, I just like, you know, as a whole, Camila Meza for me is one of those artists whose evolution has been consistent uh, throughout since her uh, 2007 album Skylark. And to me, that evolution is a huge uh, asset to her her musical vision. So for those who may not be familiar with her, uh, Camila Meza is a vocalist, a guitarist, composer, and she's originally from uh, Chile, but her music is a hybrid of her Latin American heritage and American jazz and pop. There's a lot in it. And here, like you said, she's backed by a hybrid ensemble with a string quartet. She formed with bassist Noam uh, Weisenberg. And uh, the music is is quite polished again. It's interesting because we talked about Aventurine and we had Shiny in there on this list. So we're closing with another another one of those geological... uh, references because the title of Mesa's album is Amber, which is a beautiful sort of fossilized tree resin, which is often used as a healing agent in folk medicine. And that makes me think as well um, about the healing power of music, which we've talked about in previous podcasts. And uh, it's kind of a constant thought that I have. So I think it's just a nice way to close off this this list too. It really is. You know, Camila has such a skill for creating these kind of deep uh, and textured sonic landscapes through uh, her arranging and her voicings on the guitar and in the inflection of her of her actual vocals. Uh, it's something uh, she did with great success on her immediately uh, the, the album previous to this Traces, um, and it's something she does uh, ten times over on her new album. Um, you know, if you're not so familiar with her, I think, uh, fans of Pat Metheny, uh, might really find something to relate to in the work of Camila Meza, um, just with her extraordinary guitar playing and the way she uses voice, uh, kind of as a, as a, another color in her palette. But as a matter of fact, we're going to listen, uh, to a song from her new album. It's a cover. It's This Is Not America, which, as you know, Matt, was originally recorded by Pat Metheny in collaboration with David Bowie. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and pick up on that now. This is not America piece of you a little piece in me will die for this is not America blossom fails to bloom this season promise not to stare too long for this is not Time, the storm that blew 
All right, and once again, that was This Is Not America. It's by Camila Meza featuring the Nectar Orchestra. It's from the new album Amber, uh, released, will be released May 31st on Sony Records. Well, Matt, that does it for this month's wow. edition of the 10 albums you need to know. There's a lot to listen there is, yeah. You've got a full month worth of, of listening to do here. So, um, again, if, if you'd like to read up on uh, this list of 10 albums you need to know, visit our website, jazzes.com, to read the text version of this list. Um, and you could find 10 albums you need to know lists from previous months. Matt, you can also check out our year-by-year series where we list the five essential albums of each year starting way back in 1955. Um, you can check out our new Music Monday feature where we introduce you to new music every Monday. And on Friday, you can check out our Weekend Jazz feature where we recap the new and noteworthy stories from around the jazz world. And of course, Matt, that's in addition to all of the great content that uh, you know we're regularly writing and that we bring over from our print edition. Uh, you can sign up for a print and digital subscription at jazzes.com. Again, just visit our website and click that big red subscribe button in the left-hand corner. Matt, I think that does it for me. Uh, thanks for, for chatting with me on this, my birthday. And, uh, yeah. Keith Jarrett's Happy birthday. Happy birthday Thank once you. again, Brian. <laughs> I think I'm going to uh, go listen to Keith, my birthday buddy, Keith Jarrett, and uh, maybe do some bench presses. Yeah. <laughs> you do that. You do that. That's a good idea. <laughs> there you go. All right, Matt. Hey, it was a pleasure talking with you, and uh, we'll chat again next month. Thanks very much. Looking forward to it already. All right. Bye-bye, Matt. Bye-bye.